Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to Melanin and Miles. This week, we are interviewing Kamoy, who has been to over 43 countries and is a professional real estate investor and short-term rental coach that helps people create freedom so they can travel the world. And I'm really excited to hear about your perspective because I haven't heard anything about like travel in the Airbnb industry and like the real estate industry. So I'm really curious to like learn more about your story. So welcome, Kamoy. Hey, I, I appreciate you for, for having on having me on. You know, I'm I'm honored and um I love what you're doing. I love the the amount of value and gems that you're you're giving to people. So I'm just uh you know appreciative to be here. Yeah. So for people unfamiliar with your background, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved, how your background tied into travel? Yeah, for sure. Um I was born in Jamaica, right? And I was raised in Brooklyn, New York, because my parents left out of Jamaica when I was about like four years old for that, you know, new opportunity, kind of a better life situation. Um, so that's what, you know, had them go to America. And, um, you know, I was pretty much going along with the ride. I was pretty much too young to know what was going on. Right. So um, growing up in Brooklyn, New York was so interesting because, you know, if you, if you just watch TV and just, you know, watch the Internet, you know, Brooklyn, Brooklyn has a certain energy, has an amazing culture. And there's a lot of West Indian people out there. So um, kind of got raised in a big Jamaican, West Indian culture and things of that nature. And, you know, later on, went off to college in Maryland. I uh, went to a school by the name of Morgan State University. And, okay. you know, I wanted that. Number one, I just kind of wanted to go, you know, get away from school and kind of have that, uh, you know, HBCU experience and I just thought that'd be really cool and didn't really know too much about it because I didn't really have like family that went to an HBCU so I just kind of went off my favorite show A Different World (laughs) (laughs) and I was just like hey let's see how it goes you know um didn't honestly didn't really have like a passion as far as career or career goes so when I showed up to college they're asking me hey you know what do you want your major to be in and I'm like uh I don't know. And they're like, well, you know, you know, if you, if you, if you go undecided or if you just kind of, yeah, if you go undecided, you know, you can kind of like prolong your time for graduating. So I was like, uh, let me just, let me just pick something. Right. And I was like, well, I, I kind of like science a little bit. <laughs> let me pick biology. Probably shouldn't have did that, but <laughs> I picked biology and I probably should have picked something easier, but you know, did the whole biology thing it was tough. And especially it's tough because I didn't really, I wasn't really passionate about it, you know, so that's what made it even harder, especially taking classes like organic chemistry. Mm. Gosh, struggle. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, 
graduated, right? Graduated with a degree in biology. And, uh, you know, right before I graduated, I actually thought about switching to business because I, I, I kind of, as I started like maturing and learning more about myself in college, I started to realize, okay, I'm kind of interested in this business thing. Um, I'll probably get more value out of that than say biology. But I remember it was like my junior year and I went to the, the business department. I asked them, hey, if I was to switch my major, you know, how many other classes would I take? And they would be like, well, you need to take all these core classes and you'd probably be here for like an additional like two or three years. And I was like, I, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really need a degree for business, you know? So, you know, let me just finish out this biology thing and let me, let me go from there. And that's what I did. And, but then I'm like, okay, I got this bachelor's and they say, if you want to be more successful, you got to have more degrees. So I was like, ah, oh, maybe I should get a master's, but well, if I got a bachelor's in biology, what do I get a master's in? I don't want to go to med school. And I'm just like trying to, I'm like winging this whole thing, man. Like, let me, <laughs> let, me, let, let me do public health, right? I could probably make more money if I have a master's in public health, right? That's kind of an extension of biology. And I'm like trying to find a job and it's a struggle. Um, one of my fraternity brothers gets me this job at um, Department of Social Services as a caseworker. And at first I was, I was excited because honestly, like it was really tough for me after college. Um, it was like, I couldn't pay people to hire me at least for an entry-level job. It was just crazy. And when I got that job, even though it was a low-paying job, I was literally making like $28,000 a year. And my student loan debt was like much higher than that. Uh, I was excited because it's weird. Because it was like, I couldn't find a job and, and, and the pay sucked, but it was a job. And I could <laughs> at least like start paying bills and student loans. But after like a couple of years, like reality kind of set in. It was just like, wait a minute. I went to school for all these years and I was like, in my mind, I always had this thought of, okay, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to work really hard. And all these nights I'm going to sacrifice doing all these long, you know, papers and you know, sacrificing these long nights to cram for these tests. When I graduate, I'm going to be making all this money. I'm going to be working this magical job and driving my dream car, traveling. I'm going to be living life to the fullest, right? I'm going to have this family. Life is going to be amazing. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm like check to check, right? Like things weren't really clicking. And I, it was like my senior year, I had studied abroad in Mexico for a winter semester. And that was like my real, like, like real taste of like travel as an adult. Cause like, you know, my parents took me to different places growing up. But like when I studied abroad for that winter semester in um, Oaxaca, I think Oaxaca in Mexico um, to learn Spanish, like that was such a really cool experience because I was really immersed in this like new environment, learning, learning a new language, meeting different cultures, um, take, trying different foods, learn different information. I was like, you know, I don't know why, but I like this. Like I feel alive. Like it's, it, it was a different energy. And I just knew like from there, I knew I wanted more of this travel thing, right? I don't know why, but I, like, I don't know how, but I just knew that. And I wanted it to be more, more than just a vacation. Like I want to experience more of the world. Um, and I was like, as I was struggling with that job, I was like, you know, I want to travel more, but it's like, I'm, I'm barely getting by. And I'm like, I really need to fix some things, right? I need, I need a shift. And one of my good friends refers me a book called Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And that book changed my life because that book taught me about really living the life that you want, like really yeah. designing the life that you want, living life on your terms, becoming financially free you know, really just being, you know, just 
intentional about the life. And, and, and that was like the first time, maybe because where I was at in my life, I was so receptive to that book. But it was like everything that Jack was talking about that book, it was like for me. And I started writing down all my goals. I started talking about, okay, I want to travel around the world. I want to make more money. I want to become financially free. I started really becoming intentional, setting certain goals, putting dates, getting very precise. And I had this crazy idea of like starting a business and months later quitting my job. And that's what I did. Right? <laughs> like I read that book, the beginning of 2013, um, I had put my notice to, you know, my, my, it wasn't even two weeks. So I want to say I put my notice in, in May to quit in August. And I would never tell anybody <laughs> I do that. I, I would never tell anybody I do that. I'm crazy. Um, because I had like started a real estate business in April, didn't even make any money yet, put my notice in in May. And I was like, I was going to quit my job no matter what. <laughs> and August 2nd comes the day for me to quit my job. And I had about $10,000 in my bank account. My business still didn't make any money. And I had all these people coming up to my, my desk talking about like, you know, I'm proud of you. I'm excited for you. Some people were like, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> Give another job. <laughs> Give another job. Like, what are you doing? Um, but it was this one person. And it's probably a lot more, you know, than you asked for the question. But it was this one person that came up to my desk. And she was like, you know, Mr. Martin, I'm so proud of you because, you know, I you're actually stepping out on faith to really go after, you know, whatever that your dreams and, and all the things you want to do. Me personally, I've been thinking about leaving this place for years, but for whatever reason, I just got stuck. Mm-hmm. And I was a little, I was a little scared. I was scared because I was about to step away from this guaranteed, you know, paycheck. Um, but for whatever reason, when she kind of shared her thoughts with me in that moment, I was, I was kind of filled up with confidence and purpose because I didn't know exactly what was going to happen, but I knew that I was making the right decision. Does that make sense? Like I knew that I was making the right decision. She kind of gave me like further confirmation. And then the day after um, my friend introduces me to a network marketing company. Um, Mind you, you know, I wasn't really looking for a network marketing company or anything like that, but it was a network marketing company that has to do with travel. Okay. And it was like a travel club network marketing company. So the, the thing is with the business model, it was like, you know, you were highly incentive, incentivized to like, you know, refer and recruit other people and kind of share the service, which was a travel club. And, um, and of course, the more you did it, the more successful, the more money that you made, you were able to create a residual income, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But one of the biggest, I guess, selling points when it came to offering what we do was kind of being a product of the product. And in my mind, I was like, wait, so you mean to tell me I can go on a bunch of vacations and trips and I can, <laughs> I can, and that can help me become more successful in this company. And would you know that because of that mindset, I was highly compelled not only to travel and enjoy it, but I also knew that it was also going to help the business. So that really like, that really like pushed me to travel a lot. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it worked because not for nothing, because of me using the service and me first, I'm no longer um, active in that particular company, but I just went on this like travel spree for like years because I was active in that business for about six years. And I would have all these people like reaching out to me like, hey, I want to travel. What, how do you do it? And I was like, oh, this is cool. And I'm traveling even more and more people reach out to me and I'm, and I'm growing the business. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I'm doing it with my friends. So I had so much fun because I was like growing, I was making residual income traveling. I was just like, and, and then from there, 
when you do something consistently, it becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. And I just got so used to traveling to different places and experiencing all these things while making money. I knew that I wanted to do that for like the rest of my life. Whatever I do, I just know that I want to make a bunch of money and I want to travel the world, hang out with cool people, and I want to keep learning and growing to become the best version of me. And that's just kind of what it was, man. So like, you know, was still tapping real estate, was like wholesaling and flipping real estate. Um, Was able to do that while still traveling. You know, later on, I got introduced to the 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 business you know short-term rentals right from a friend because i kind of watched one of my friends one of my friends that were also that you know they were also in that travel business as well um they were also in the airbnb and short-term rental business so i saw that they were doing it we were going trips and i'm like okay cool are you still making money (laughs) while still doing this airbnb thing let me check it out yeah um and i just got you know engulfed into that and i just it was i love the business model because it was like in the very beginning you know what i will say is I had to really learn how to systemize it because it was a process, you know, but eventually, you know, I I learned how to, you know, systemize and automate things. So that way I was, I wasn't cleaning properties or meeting guests or fixing things, all these things. I mean, I'm able to automate and delegate Um, literally like right now, I got like, you know, all these properties booked up, making me passive income. And I'm, I don't even have to talk to guests. Like I'm seeing the Airbnb notifications, like somebody's booked this or guest inquiry. And it's like, I don't even look at it because <laughs> I've created a team. I've created a system around all that. Um, and, and it's like, you know, travel is like a drug, man. It's like, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure you feel the same. It's like, the more you do it, the more, the more it's just like, it's just life. You know, it, yeah. it's an amazing thing. And honestly, travel really inspires me too. Um, because the more you travel, the more you realize you don't know, and you meet all these different people, and it makes you, also makes you more grateful, especially when you like go to third world countries. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, yeah, that's how I got into traveling. <laughs> and, uh, I know it's a lot, a lot longer than than you probably expected, but yeah, no, that's good. The whole flow, man. I love learning all about it, like your beginnings, what you ended up doing now. Um, I also went to an HBCU, Hampton University. So okay. I love it when I have another HBCU person on my podcast. Um, yeah. And like the, I guess the podcast is for like young black women and just young black people in general. So it's like good to hear that, like you did a study abroad experience, you know, you did what you did in college. It didn't work out exactly like what you, like what you thought it was going to be, but you still right. made it. You're doing what you want to do. You found your passions. So right. I hope the listeners definitely took that story away and like, you know, they're more encouraged to keep shooting for their passions rather than like not. But I have a question about the Airbnb business. So like clearly you didn't go to school for business or anything like that. So like, who would you say would make a good like Airbnb host? Do you need to like have a certain like personality or quality about you or can anybody really do it? Um, I truly believe anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but here's what I will tell you, you know, there's, there's a right way to go about doing this business and there's a wrong way to go about doing this business. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and I always, and I choose right. Right. But here's what I will say. I made a bunch of mistakes getting into the business. I learned so much. Um, and everything in my life just kind of set me up for it. But again, every, any and everybody can do it. You know, if you, if you, if you're a person where you're open to the idea 
of making additional income or if you want to if you always been interested in making passive income and you're willing to like learn and it's not even like a hard business it's pretty simple once you kind of learn the simple steps and 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 just just do it um but at the same time it's a business right and the more you understand it's a business it'll pay you like a business and you can you can uh you can run it like a business Mm-hmm. right and when you run it like a business that's when it gets fun because you delegate and you create systems and you create passive income all right well do you have like I guess you can plug yourself in now do you have like a workshop or something that people are interested in like learning to get in the business yeah for sure um so you know I'll kind of I'll kind of touch again so like there's a right way to do this business or wrong way, right so just just kind of re- keep it really short when it comes to this whole short-term rental game Airbnb is obviously one of the most popular platforms when it comes to short-term rentals, right? Now, when it comes to this this business, you can own properties, whether you own a house, apartment, condo. Um, I mean, I've seen all types of things. I've seen people put tents on there, RVs, (laughs) boats, right? Like if you could sleep in it, it's probably on Airbnb for for sure, for sure. But just to keep it simple, houses, condos, apartments, right? Um, you can either own property and you can list it on these platforms, right? And there's other platforms similar to Airbnb, or you can rent slash lease these properties, right? And me personally, I really focus on the rent slash leasing of properties. We call that rental arbitrage. Um, I love that way of doing the business because it doesn't take a lot of capital. Um, also, you can do it very fast. Like I have students that have been able to get their first property for their Airbnb business in less than a week. So it can happen relatively quick. Um, and then also the ability to create, you know, cash flow is, is it's just awesome, right? Because the the statistically, when it comes to somebody buying a property, becoming a traditional landlord, right? On average, you know, people earn about 300 to $500 a month in positive cash flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes to per Airbnb, on average, I would say it's about $1,500 a month per unit. Now there's opportunities to make more, but just to kind of be conservative and say average across, you know, just the board, I'd say on average 1500 per unit. So the thing is the ability to cash flow is much greater than traditional, you know, renting and then the ability to get in pretty quick. And the, 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 the fact that she doesn't take a lot of capital and you can, you can, you can really scale and grow your business pretty fast. You really can. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, but what I will say is taking the rental arbitrage route, it's best to do it with consent, meaning with the permission of landlords and prop managers. And a lot of people, you know, they, they, they get that part wrong and they, and, they, and they don't do the business the right way. And that's why I teach people how to do the business the right way. So that way they can have a long-term business that produce long-term results, long-term pass, passive income. Uh, and long-term freedom right yeah and I've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of students from not even just the United States but even other parts of the world as well um this is a global opportunity Airbnb is in over 190 plus countries right so chances are where you are in the world there's there's some type of Airbnb a short-term rental and I'm doing uh I, I have a coaching program like I have a course I, I offer 30-day coaching and six-day coaching I even have um, further coaching as well, but I'm doing a free masterclass this Sunday. I'm doing a free masterclass this Sunday where I'll teach you exactly how you can get into the business, how 
it, how it all works, right? So for the person that just wants to understand, hey, how can I get into the biz or I want to learn more, you come to that free masterclass and um, I could teach you the game. Yeah, will it be like a repetitive master's class? Because this episode probably won't come out for a few weeks, but I can like, yeah. I can definitely post about it. And then if you have another one coming up, I can highlight it then. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I typically do it on a Sunday. Um, things things can change, but you know, it, it, if, they, if they come to my page, right? Um, mm-hmm. Kamoy, Kamoy underscore Martin. I'm always dropping value. I'm always dropping gems. So whether there's a masterclass or I'm doing some type of Q and A, uh, I mean, either way, I do have a course. I do have resources. Even in, we have a private Facebook group for those that are in my course. So like we chronic, we create a culture of like-minded individuals that are out here looking to make it happen. All right, perfect. And I'll link your social media accounts, websites, all that in the show notes, so y'all can easily find it and sign up for this course. I'm like, I might tap sign in. up because it sounds <laughs> like a good side hustle. Tap in, tap in. Um, so I guess we're kind of towards the end of the interview. And my last couple questions are more advice questions that um, we like to hear every episode because everyone has their own twist to it. First, it's what advice would you give to someone looking to travel more often, but may feel like they have limited resources, not enough time, not enough money, something like that? Um, well, you already know. It, it, number one, there's nothing we, we could do about time. Everybody gets the same time, right? Like right. you can't ask, you know, when people like, I wish I had more time. Good luck. <laughs> like, like God cannot give us more time. Right? Like it is what it is. Um, but we also know the saying, like we make time for what we want to make time for, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I say that to say, you just gotta, you just gotta create a plan. You gotta be very intentional, right? Like, you if 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 you lack the money or if you lack the time to do what you want, you just gotta really just stop what you're doing. And you got to sit down and write it out. Like, kind of like when I started reading that book, Success Principles, like I got, I had to become very intentional. How do I want my life to be? Like, how, how often do I want to travel? How much money do I want to make? You know, like how much time do I want? And I need to become very crystal clear about that because if my life doesn't permit those things, something's going to have to change. Mm-hmm. Because if not, then I'm going to become a victim of the life that, that that's not allowing me to do those things and month after month year after year i'm just going to complain about not having time or the money right so you got to stop think about it how how much how often do you want to travel how much time do you want what do you want your life to really look at and if your life is not like that right now okay what do we need to do to change some things what can we do to create more time you know Maybe, maybe we have to find, you know, uh, a business out there that can help us create more time. Maybe, you know, maybe it's your job, right? But well, maybe you need a different job or maybe you need a different career path. I don't know. You would have to make that, you'd have to kind of make that decision. Uh, maybe there, there are some things that's taking away your time that, that's, that, that, that can be canceled out or that could be, you know, um, like for some people, right, that have a business. Um, I've learned, I learned this at an event like a year ago, but this individual came on stage and they were like, Hey, how many you guys want to create, you know, millions and millions of dollars in your business? And everybody raised their hand. And they were like, well, for those that raised your hands, you know, you have to stop doing minimum wage activity. Mm. You need to stop doing minimum wage activity. And when she said that it hit me 
because there's so many things that we can outsource and delegate. Literally, you can get um, a virtual assistant from Thailand, right, or the Philippines, and that's that's more than happy with getting like four or five dollars an hour. And there are things in your life that you can literally, you know, outsource and delegate, even like with your podcast, right? I'm not sure if you already have like, you know, VAs, but literally you can hire some VAs and there's, there's small things that literally you can allow them to do and they'll love to do it. And they'll be so grateful for the, for the income. And guess what? That would free up a lot of your time. Um, and that's time that you can do, you know, to pour into the things that you actually want to pour into. Right. Yeah. So there's so many ways in which you can create time. You just got to shift your thinking. There's different ways to make money, right? But you just got to shift your thinking looking for the opportunities out there, you know? Um, and it's like, create it, set it, you know, for 2022, write down, hey, how many countries do you want to travel to, right? Set the months, set the months. I mean, kind of way how things are with these restrictions, you, you don't know what's going to happen, you know, like, in, <laughs> in, but at the same time, it's like, don't don't let that stop you be intentional and if things change cool things change champions adjust but be intentional you know begin with the end in mind um i think that's what gets a lot of people caught up that's what that's just something i need to work on because the more it's kind of like if you before you go to sleep tonight if you wrote down everything that you want to do the next day chances are you would achieve those things a lot more than you would if you just kind of just wing the yeah. day and just go with the flow you know mm-hmm. so if you just kind of write it down document it create game plan and be intentional, man, I mean, we can achieve a lot more and do it, do whatever it is that we want. That is very true. Um, I feel like a lot of listeners and people on social media, they think like they see what's on social media and think like, oh, they just made that work. And it's like, nah, a lot of planning went into that. It's not, it's not that simple. Like I'm in grad school. I'm also working. Like I can't just take a trip (laughs) at any time. So yeah, you really do have to be intentional. So I really like the way you phrased it. 100%. And then my last question, which really goes in every interview, why do you think more Black people should travel? Um, exposure. Exposure. You know, like, I think, you know, our life is shaped by our experiences and what we're exposed to. And if we're limited to what we experience and we're exposed to, and we only limit ourselves to what we see and hear, and experience here in the United States or just wherever you are, you're going to have a very limited view on life, you know? Mm-hmm. And traveling the world, man, you want to meet different cultures, meet different nationalities, try different foods. Um, you know, you want to meet people in different, you know, financial just um, situations, right? Like, because that will give you so much more awareness on what's going on out here. And the thing is, Chances are, I mean, you never know, like, you know, your wife or husband could be in another country, right? Or it's like, <laughs> or it's like, maybe you, you feel like, maybe you need to go to a third world country and see how little they have. So that way you realize how much you have where you are, you know? Um, so I, I would just say, man, it's environment and, you know, exposure, you know, environment, you know, experiences, you know, broaden your horizon, broaden your horizon. That's why, that's why I'm more our people should travel, man, broaden horizon, experience more things so that way you can have a better and bigger view on this world and what you have in front of you. Most definitely. Thank you so much for doing this interview. I loved hearing all of your stories and all of your opinions. Make sure y'all check out his masterclass and everything he's doing for coaching opportunities. And yeah, thanks again.
Hey, listen, Queen, I appreciate you for having me on here. Like I said in the very beginning, I appreciate everything that you're doing for our culture. It's well needed. Um, you're impacting lives. Keep doing what you're doing. Any way that I can bring value to what you're doing, let me know. Love to see it. Thank you.